Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As we are back and we are going to be talking today about the season finale big sort of takeaways and we did we did a little bit of predictions on the the last episode just sort of like initial thoughts but now that we've had a little bit more time to sort of digest the episode what are we thinking here how is this season gonna end and now that we know we're getting season two where is it gonna go in the future what Mm. what is that what is a season two of bad batch gonna look like without having seen the season finale Yes, yeah, I think it's good. It's a, this would be fun to talk about because I, you know, as, as you heard in the last episode, we don't really, we can think about a season two, you know, and, and that's a little bit easier to think about, but a final finale here and like, what is the reveal? So we'll kind of do some speculation on that. And uh, we got transmissions on, you know, later in the show uh, that we want to read. But yeah, I am, I am, uh, I'm a little stumped just on this final episode and what's going to happen. Where do we go? And it's, it feels like a, a big wrap up to Camino and to the cloning arc and the clones are being kind of uh, decommissioned and we're going in a new direction. You have to have that final kind of wrap up. I know they've done some in the comics, but now we've really got to just go after it here in, in the um, in, in this TV show and tell us what happens to the clones. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. As well, that's what we're going to be diving into today. But before we begin got to give some attention here to our listeners hey across the galaxy attention guys all the way from australia to houston 
do we have a pube problem? So our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes into the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code fansided20. Yeah, Matt, I was thinking, do you think like, think of members of, of the council, right, of the Jedi Council, who do you think, I, Mace Windu was using this product, right, he Mace, manscaped? he was, man, he was, <laughs> look at that head, man, look at, look at, look at his head, I think he turned to Yoda and he probably said, hey, man, those ears, like, look, you can use, so here's my thing, you can use this on, you know, to abort the hairy balls and, and, and Buzz Lightyear, that Woody with the Manscaped 4.0, but you can also, you got to trim the ear hair, you can do whatever else you need, and Yoda had a crap ton of ear hair by the time he gets out there on Dagobah, all right, so you can use it a lot. in other places, don't forget that. Yeah, ab- absolutely, Kadamundi. Maybe I don't think so. Uh, well, let me tell you this. Hey, look, look. If you can use that, if you could use that on, on, so like, look at his head. Yeah, we, old conehead, right? We just, you know, right. I mean, <laughs> like, God, it can, it can go over that surface. It can go over any surface. So whatever you got going on anywhere uh, on the body, this thing is, it's, uh, it's designed to take on any terrain. Okay. It's it's set to go. So, all right. Hey, well, be sure to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com for a clean trinity and beyond your space balls. Will, thank you. Again, we got to watch space balls and do an episode on it. We, I, keep, we, we, we keep bringing it up. But so, yeah. uh, all right. Is, how, how you doing, man? How's Germany? You're still on vacation out there for a bit? Yeah. How's, it, how's it going, man? As we, we edge closer to the season finale. Of yeah. Batch. Yeah. 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 The, I'm, I'm doing awesome, man. It's, it's great. And uh, just so folks know, you know, yeah, I'll be out here for probably um, most of August. And I think I'll be back in in September. And we've got like our collaborations lined up. We've got some cool stuff going on with Dork Side of the Forest that we want to do and looking just to be, you know, more involved in our network and interviews that we have. So we're we're pumped. I mean, I'm pumped for all of that. And things are going, you know, well out here in Germany, just having a blast and uh, getting some extra reading in, you know, getting some some High Republic reading in the comics. I forgot that I was subscribed on Amazon. You know, you click that subscribe button. And by the way, you should su- subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and, and and also the extended editions are are pretty sick. Matt and I are having a fun time doing extended editions. But when you subscribe, yes, to by it, the way, really yeah. quick, if you have if anybody has signed up for Apple Podcast. All right, the Apple Premium, which again is sort of like Patreon, by the way, because we had actually had a long time listener to the show uh, messaging and say, "Ah, oh, you guys are behind a paywall now. I can't, sort of can't afford it." And I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! The paywall, the the Apple Premium, is sort of like Patreon. Um, yeah, sort of extra. like addition. It's it's extra content. All of our main shows will still be on Apple for free." Um, the Apple premium is basically its own version of Patreon, but you will also, you can also still support Patreon and get the same episodes. It just sort of provides a different way of doing it. But on Apple premium, the sort of cool thing there is you actually get access to our premium content across the board, bend the knee, hyperspace, hangout, here's the horn and the Matt Nez show. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. But anyway, if anybody has, let us know, cause Apple is not really the best at sort of telling us stuff. So we have no idea if anybody's actually signed up. Yeah. Um, 
I think we've actually had some people, but it's like, well, I don't really know because Apple's yeah. interface is terrible. Um, and so if you have, please let us know. That would be great. So we can kind of get an idea as to maybe something to look for in our Apple. Yeah. Um, thing. yeah. But yeah, so just so just so that's out there really quick. Yes, all of our main all of our all of the regular episodes will still be on Apple for free. Just want to get that out there because I think there was a little bit of confusion. Yeah, and, w- and what's cool about that too, and I, I like that because our our main shows are more, um, you know, this is Matt and I sitting here, we're talking about the news, we're talking about different things, but I feel like an extended edition, we can go to parts of the galaxy that we don't normally go to, um, or maybe it's not time yet to talk about Mandalorian season three or whatever, but we can do that a little bit more and we feel a little more freedom to kind of, you know, go do those things, which people wanted, and I, I really like that. We can, I mean, I could, gosh, I was thinking about... Um, uh, I was telling someone just the other day about Thrawn, about the, the the Thrawn trilogy and how cool that is. And, you know, when you just want to talk about that, flip on the mic with with Matt and we talk about an extended edition. We, we talk about some of the legend stuff. We will still talk about that in the main show, though. I don't want people to think we're not going to do that. But um, sometimes we're just diving down what we call rabbit holes or portals or whatever you want to call it and we're just transported to different parts of the galaxy and, and having a good time in hyperspace so um yeah that, that's a lot of fun but the subscription thing amazon like my uh the comic book i forgot that the freaking comic book had all it's all comicology been, yeah yeah it's I, I'm, I'm like getting i'm subscribed to the high republic stuff and i totally forgot about it and a couple of them i found them and i'm like oh they're in there i can go in there and like you know start to kind of uh read up on those so that's that's nice. cool. I forgot there were High Republic comics. I mean, sometimes I just I don't know. There's so much in Star Wars. We're trying to keep track of the Bad Batch and theories on Ahsoka and Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian and all these different things. And it's just um, yeah, it's 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 a lot. And I love it. I I want more and more and more. I'm one of those you know fanatics. It's just like give me everything. Tell me everything that happened. And I want to research and know it all. But it's awesome. Great. Awesome, man. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, we're going to dive into uh, sort of our predictions here. We're going to take a quick, brief break for a message from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back, and we're going to dive deep into The Bad Batch Season 2, as well as the season finale. Okay, as let's go ahead and dive into the season finale. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode. What do we think we're going to get, man? I mean, it's sort of crazy because we were talking about this last time. I just, it's sort of like, I have an idea of how this episode is going to go, but is it going to lead us? Is it going to leave us with some sort of bigger overarching, like here's where here's going to be the course of the whole series of the bad batch. Um, we know they're not taking down somebody like Tarkin, right. Or, or any, mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's possible. Some of the bad batch members could die. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately I guess, um, I, 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 my sort of initial things, I think we're getting off Camino because the ship is still there. It's on that secret platform. And then where do we go? I think it's, I think the ba- the main sort of conflict is just going to be Crosshair versus Hunter. And where do we go from there? Yeah. Yeah, this is interesting. So I, I, I feel like you... Omega is going to give us more information. So I feel like she's going to give us some other type of reveal. We're going to get more knowledge on cloning. We're going to get more knowledge on what happened to, like, why maybe the Bat Batch was created or who was behind, or, you know, who who decided that, Matt? Who said we should try something tricksy here with the, like, did the Republic order that? Like, who said manipulate these clones and make them, I mean, is that, what, who mandated it? You know what I mean? Um, 
because that might be interesting because when Omega revealed that she was there in the in the beginning and, and they were cre- created or whatever, it made you think we're going to get something, you know, about the the Bad Batch that's, um, you know, going to be revealing more about their origins or something, you know? So, yeah, it's 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 just interesting. I mean, uh, I think Lama Sue's gone, so I don't think I don't think Lama, we're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see any Lama Sue. And then um, I always forget the other. Uh, what's the other oh, one's name? N- she, uh, um, Nala Nala Say. Yeah, Nala Say. Now that could be interesting. She could have a distress call. They could still try to go finish whatever job it was on that they were doing for Sid, and that could lead him into something. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Hunter gets injured, or maybe not Hunter. Maybe Crosshair gets injured. And they try to save his life. Um, maybe they get separated. We just, we, you know, the first thing we know is that that the the laboratory, right, the sort of main area, the building they were in, just got wrecked. So that that's going to cause something. They get separated, and then sort of you know you could that could provide a, a sort of cool interesting dynamic where it's like hunter and crosshair are now trying to escape together you know and they're they're having a conversation we're going to hear them talking the others are the others are, are trying to escape as well um and then ultimately where do we go where do we go from there i mean the empire just basically it was like we heard them say eh, kill them all kill all the clones we don't need them so right. Is Crosshair now going to be like, well, screw those guys and then try to go take them down? Are they going to realize that they're still alive and say, we need to go back? Maybe I'll handle this myself, right? That that admiral, I guess that's ish. I don't I don't think we're going to get any sort of big like I don't think we're going to see like Maul or Vader, you know, or any of these like sort of big, big, big characters, but maybe something. Maybe Boba yeah. Fett. I don't know. Maybe uh, Boba that's... Fett. I was thinking about Boba Fett because um he might be someone who like Nala say or Tanwi or whoever, like he's more invested in, in those he lived there. Right. So like Omega maybe knew the city inside and out, knew some of the secret passages grew up. There was not given the, um, age acceleration, uh, uh, treatment. And yeah, he could be someone who is invested in, what happened to that cloning technology? And because I, I, I always bring up this, this story in Legends where after they had done the prequels, some Legends books come out that involve Boba Fett and he's having trouble with like his cellular structure and like he's deteriorating and like he's he's sick in a way and he has to go seek out cloners and get like they they specialize in his genetics and how to... You know, it's almost like it's not. It was. It wasn't perfect. They haven't perfected this yet, and Nalase is working on that, uh, and working on perfecting cloning or, or altering clones or doing something. And maybe he cares enough to to go look into this. I don't know how he would learn about it or how he would find out about it. But you know, what struck me was that Camino is. We didn't really know. Like when Doctor Pershing shows up in the Mandalorian, we're kind of like, oh yeah, what was what's? We don't even really know what's been going on in Camino. Nothing's going on in Camino. They shut that place Let's down. Like yeah. They they shut it down and they move the operation away from there. And and we might see a new and maybe this is a season two thing. Maybe we might see a new planet where it's established or cloning facilities, you know, maybe early days of Moff Gideon, you know, way back. Not 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 in this next episode, but I'm just, you know, spitballing way ahead here too. Just thinking that maybe he's somebody who shows up um at, at their facility and understands what's going what's going on. Um uh, but in this next episode, man, that is so hard to kind of 
figure out what would be, it, there's got to be some res resolution between Hunter and Crosshair. Omega might get captured again. She, they might lose her again. Yeah. Because you, when she was talking about Hunter being gone, and you could hear it in that in, her, in the voice actress, right? Just the, we have to help Hunter. It's almost like a, like her voice was kind of quavering and she was just wanted to, to, to get to him. We have this de desperation. Like, we need to do this. He would do this for us. We have to get there fast. At first, they're going to a different planet. And then, you know, eventually they, they find out that he's on Camino. And she's just so attached and she's so, uh, she so much loves the Bad Batch that at the end, if we had the Bad Batch become whole with Crosshair becoming back, you know, as, as a part of that group and maybe Omega helps in some way. And then she's gone. That leaves us with a big cliffhanger and takes us into the next season, or maybe not. Maybe it's more of a, re a nice resolution, like what Dave Filoni does in in, uh, in Rebels with season one, and you have everybody still there and intact. And you just know it's another adventure, another phase in in their life and their adventure. I I'm I'm blown away on this. I don't really have. It's really nice right. when they set it up to where you can't really even predict what where it would go. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess some of the things I can some of the things I can sort of think about is again, it gets attacked and they get separated and then you sort of then that that provides Hunter and Crosshair some time to talk. We get some dialogue of like what happened with your inhibitor chip? How long have you had it out? And we get we just get a little bit more of that type of a thing. And then they're trying to like reconvene and get out of this planet because we know the ship is there. Their their ship's on that platform um, with the Omega. She left that ship there. Um, the, the one she knew about. So I can see that. Then it's gonna there's gonna be something that causes some sort of struggle. The only other thing I can really think of that could be sort of cool, where it, we it, we either need some sort of external villain. Or he's gonna have to he's gonna have to contact somebody and say, "Hey, I'm alive. Come pick me up." Like you know, he contacts the Empire, uh, and you know, you bring somebody in that way. Maybe Echo can't get a hold of them, so he's trying to contact anybody to come pick him up off his planet. So he, call, he calls Rex, and then Rex shows up. Maybe that maybe we could get like a, a cool Ahsoka reveal, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know what that does. Right, except for maybe Ahsoka and Omega are now like going to meet for the first time. But I feel like a lot of that stuff needs to be earlier season two once we have some more conflict. Because right now it's like we, we feel like we're sort of missing, you know, missing that sort of catalyst villain other thing to sort of get us in a going in a direction. Well, what if it was something like? Um... You brought this up, uh, you know, in, in season one, like Moff Gideon shows up right at the end and there's this there's this big moment. The what Mandalorian. If right, yeah, of, of the Mandalorian, yeah. Um, what if at the end here you have some almost like evil scientist behind Nala Say who is just, you know, held in on. A new character. Yeah, a, a new character who pops in and we see, because Nala Say actually doesn't... Uh, at one point, it's hinted at that she does see this, the clones almost as more disposable and like the property of their research and that they created them and all the, all that kind of stuff. And she is less, uh, uh, I don't know, she doesn't see, like she and Shakti don't don't agree on the like the clones and that they're living beings. They have you know they they each have their own individual kind of you know personalities and and all that kind of stuff. So. 
I could see her either being forced to work for the Empire or maybe just going along and them saying, look, we're going to continue to fund your projects. And she's not that she turns into a mad scientist because she seems very nice. And like, it's almost like Omega has some connection with her. But really, she keeps that those bonds and that and she understands that the clones need to feel like that way, even if she doesn't like actually think that they are to her. It's just research, right? So I don't know. I, I keep thinking maybe there's something with we have to get dive into that cloning facility um, more. Her labs, her data, her reports, Boba and Omega, and where the Bad Batch fit into all of that, and who is this person who she would be working for now? Like who who is the commander or the overseer of whatever the new research is that that's happening with the Empire? Who is that person? And do they just pop in and now the Bad Batch is like, okay, they have some deadly information that we have to acquire and it becomes like a stealing of information and keeping it out of the hands of the Empire because yeah. it could be really bad. Do the Empire does does the Empire just destroy the, that facility because I mean it seems to be like, wouldn't you want to keep that facility? Why would you want to just go build a new one when you've already got this one? I mean, you've already taken out you've already said, Hey, we've captured uh Namase and we theoretically killed Lamasu, so why would you destroy the facility? The facility, you, all you gotta do is take it over. I mean, you've, and then yeah. use it. I mean, I guess they want to go build a new one. Is it just to get rid of the bad batch? Hey, we'll let them go down. Or hmm. that's that a seems good question. Not that seems like not financially, sort of like a good idea. Uh, uh, yeah, unless, and this is okay. Unless, so what the um and what like the Thrawn books have taught me about what they're doing behind the scenes at Star Wars is when you look at the formation of the Death Star. So like who, a lot of the books like Catalyst and Thrawn, um and just having Tarkin and Rogue One. Right, Rogue One, the movie was all about the formation of the Death Star, a secret project that was costly. That. Uh, Rebels kind of hints on this, like the TIE Fighter project that uh, Thrawn wants to bring right. to the front is pushed to the back because of money, because of funding and, and where things are going. So why destroy that facility on Camino? Maybe it is a top secret thing. And I would love this. If the, if you get into Palpatine, when Palpatine has a has a, an interest in it, it's secret yeah i feel like, like he might yeah. be someone who would say this goes to like top secret level which means we we act like it was destroyed uh there was some explosion or whatever we move on oh shoot all the technology is lost no one's looking for it no one's trying to like uh, you know hunt down um nala say or the other the other scientist right. or whatever just to they, cover it up yeah it's like a big cover-up or something and that would be cool to see that's why they did that and that they're interested i guess the in other the other advantage you have is then you can start recruiting regular people because you can say, yeah. Hey, we're not, we're not making clones anymore. Clones are still destroyed. Now we need regular people to join the empire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah there see, you go. Do you think we see Palpatine? I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't hear about through Tarkin that these orders came or someone, whether it was Admiral Rampart or whoever that orders came or there was something that was pushed forward by Palpatine. Maybe not see him, but once you know he's involved and he has a finger on this or he's he's uh, keeping an eye on it, then, yeah, I think it goes to a whole nother level. And it makes sense, right? Because especially in Legends, like this was his thing, continuing life and moving forward. The Plagueis book, um, the Darth Plagueis book was all about like, Plagueis was almost like a mad scientist. He had like 
he was capturing people and keeping them in containment and putting them through pain, essentially, and then healing them and trying to create life and find ways to use the force to like manipulate midichlorians and to preserve life. So Palpatine's whole pull for Anakin is that you can save the ones that you love from dying. Well, secretly, he just wants to rule forever, and he wants to be like that internal. You go back to the old Republic, this this imp- this emperor, the Sith emperor who could live forever, and it would be cool to see Palpatine obsessed with that idea and prolonging his life. So a contingency plan, if you will, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look and see, man. There's like no leaks. There's no rumors. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, other than other other than everyone just ta- just talking about the episode. No, the episode did obviously just come out today. So of course, there's no sort of leaks or or, or, or news or or, or anything. Um, yeah. Sort of sort of lead us into. So it's all just speculation at, at this point. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. So you can definitely send us some transmissions on it at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. Uh, but that's just kind of where we're at right now on that. But we do have a transmission we want to get to here. But uh, yeah, just sort of yeah. Well, next week or by the you know next Friday or whatever Friday we'll have a lot more questions. Even mm-hmm. though we've now we will have now gotten some answers. So, um, okay. So this is a transmission here from Jedi Master Kirk Spicer. He says, "Hey guys, watching the Mandalorian show, it feels at times like watching a video game story." with the protagonist leveling up, main quest line and side quests that keep interfering, escort missions, stealth missions, and so on. Along similar lines, the Bad Batch feels like I'm watching a Star Wars tabletop game play out. The main part is mostly minimum slash maxed characters. Wrecker maxed his brawn and uses an intellect stat. Um, Tech maxed intellect and got rid of brawn uh crosshair max agility gets rid of willpower hunter is slightly balanced um and echo is a character more focused on backstory than, than stats i would say omega is like the you know the the game master right like the dungeon mm-hmm. master uh right um so he says we see the party going on missions gaining a home base and occasionally you can see a uh, failed role play out right that's like when you in in dungeons and dragons or any sort of d20 type game which there's there's a star wars one you know if you 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 try to do something and you roll like a one well it's just an automatic fail no matter how powerful your character is or whatever um so he says omega is trying to push the party in a specific direction because the gm or dm right wants the party to do something seriously the more episodes i see the more i can imagine the story this way anyways that's all i've got to add i personally love shorter more shorter episodes which we had asked um i primarily listen to my commute and the hyperspace lanes usually only take up 30 minutes stay safe in hyperspace jedi master kirk spicer signing off so yeah i guess the idea maybe here uh, that is kind of interesting right they are sort of um i've also heard the term like ninja turtles right the yeah. uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the four of them you've got hunter which is totally leonardo crosshair which is Raphael. the they, they sort of buck heads right go off in sort of different directions um, Wrecker's totally Michelangelo, uh, you know, that sort of pizza time party dude. And then tech, obviously Donatello. So I, I've seen I've seen that sort of uh, comparison as well. So did you say Omega is who'd you say Splinter and the Turtles? What'd you say? Uh, I guess that would make I guess that would make Omega Splinter. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, what I what I like here. Um, so, Kirk, thanks. This is this is pretty cool. It, think about this. I did have a sense that Omega knows more than what she's telling and that she she's fallen in love with this group 
but maybe does know that they're destined for different things or knows that there's a purpose or that um, Nala Say wants them for some other reason. And if she is this sort of game master, this person who's leading, not leading them along, but um, almost maybe knows where they're going to end up and is sort of in the game and experiencing it with the main characters. She's like caught up in the game, but really she knows the levels to which they're going to go to. And she's always this little source of information and not that she's pushing them along, but it is interesting that she just has to know more than, than they do when she, that episode, this last episode put her in front of them in terms of like, you know what she has the first, um, she's created using some of the first genetic material, right? Some of that first, uh, whatever they call it, but like she's similar to Boba Fett, right? Um, first generation and that, so she's there, man. I mean, she knows something, she knows something about them and knows about the research that was done on them and maybe even understands more about what was done to her and where the direction of where this was headed. So that seems to fit a little bit with the idea that she's a in the know and pushing them and maybe, maybe here's the thing, Matt, maybe she falls in love with the bad batch and who they are. And she knew what, uh, Nala say and others were going to do with the Bad Batch and why they wanted to push that line of research further and she doesn't like it because number one she's she's a clone and she's attached to them and so she's totally cool with like moving them in a different direction although it doesn't really seem like it seems like she just by coincidence ends up with with them like it doesn't seem like she chose necessarily to right. yeah so it's tough it just it just makes you think that that transmission makes me think about her in a different way I guess so yeah yeah and sort of yeah like you said maybe her destiny is different maybe it's just going in her path will go i think her path is going to go in a different direction i think the bad being with the bad batch is part of it but i think that we're more likely i don't i don't think we'll see the bad batch show up in any sort of the mandalorian verse mm -hmm. right i think i think they'll all be be gone by that point whether it's old age or or some other way of sacrifice or who knows how they die but yeah i think i think the you know i think I, again that that's sort of another question is you know we think about clone wars ended and sort of teased ahsoka right with maul um and then we saw ahsoka in season two of the mandalorian right uh you know and now we're getting bad batches anything in the bad batch going to tease anything in sort of the filoni verse um and i think the biggest one is the next thing we're getting is boba fett book of boba fett we've talked about this before omega his his sort of like direct sister they talked yeah. about that a little bit in this last episode um this is where you know i was made and this is where i watched you guys be created right um yeah and so i think i, I don't think we're, now that now that i know we're getting season two of of bad batch which before we didn't we were sort of thinking we were earlier we were not we're like this might be a one season thing um and we thought maybe the purpose was just introduced to Omega. I don't know. I think maybe we'll hint at something like that of having a sister in Book of Boba now. I don't think that we're going to see Omega in Book of Boba now. But I do think we will at some point see Omega in the Filoni sort of verse. Mandalorian mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. No, I think it's a good point. I don't think we've hit it enough that uh, Boba Fett has a sister. Yeah. Right? We know he has a bunch of brothers, the regs and different clones, and he actually is a clone of Jango Fett, uh, but he has a sister, and that's totally different. And it makes you wonder, where are there other things? Like, did they not just take 
uh, Nalase's research. But were there other experiments that were kind of in progress down in that secret laboratory that we never got to see that they took with them to the Empire that they were working on? Like a darker version of Omega or even just... Because my whole thing is they're going towards a body or uh, some type of... like like manipulating an individual to where they could house or be more force sensitive and, and open to that. And that takes me back to the beginning. We were, everyone was talking about this when you saw the Jedi who was being, you know, wheeled out of the cloning facility, but there might, there might even be someone still alive or in progress or an alteration. They wanted the original genetic material. That was the big thing too, is getting Omega back. Uh, Boba Fett seems to be out and away from them. Like, can't get back Boba because he's running around. He's a bounty hunter. He's skilled. He's all these different things. But Omega had, had stayed in the lab, laboratory and worked with the Bad Batch. And we saw her developing skills. She's good at strategy. Um, she's kind of using that energy bow. But they could still get her back and, you know, use some of that material or something, right? Yeah yeah that is i kind of forgot about that actually that they they wanted omega back for her genetic material but now that lama sue's gone and yeah, you know, well, was just trying to protect her are they are does the empire still want omega for her genetic material i think yes i i see i think what was happening is that the that camino to preserve its operation and it's because because now I say is still um, she's still a comedian, right? And she still is being funded by the prime minister and all that kind of stuff. That's yes. what they're known for. So you want to keep your trade secrets secret and you, you don't want to share those. But now that it's been destroyed and you've possibly killed Lama Sue and you've you've the empire's in, in control. I think she's a, an individual who wants a scientist who is dedicated to her research and moving it forward and would tell the empire I need her and now it's not bounty hunters coming after omega now it's the empire coming after omega and that then makes it seem like that, that that's a bigger foe if, if if you will it's not just them it's almost like they like going back to kirk's uh transmission level up right you, you first you face the bounty hunters the the underworld a little bit and now we're we're facing like imperial uh starships and things like that so yeah yeah huh it's interesting it's just the, I'm so intrigued. I've never been more intrigued by an episode of Star Wars because at least like Mandalorian season two, we sort of were like, OK, you know, we know we're going to see a Jedi might be Luke, whatever. We're going to go. Get, we're going to get Grogu back. It was pretty sort of like we had a pretty good idea of, wh- of where we were going. Right. This it's like it's just wide open whole thing it's just it could go in any direction yeah so you remember when you had uh oh gosh just lost the it's a shadows of the empire right yes and you got to see sort of behind the curtain of the empire the reasons the reason that game was so cool and the reason why that book and the all the promotional stuff behind it was so cool is because it was coming off of empire strikes back which was amazing it was a hit and it was awesome it was, it was great and then you took us to like behind the empire a little bit and the inner workings and and some of the other people who were in opposition to Vader and stuff like that. The Bad Batch, I don't know if they're going to go this direction or not, but whenever Star Wars content has a chance to go show us why why do people like the Inquisitors so much? They're meeting up with Vader. 
you know, like Vader's overseeing them. Why do people like Thrawn? Because Thrawn, you know, you know he has a direct line to Emperor Palpatine and Vader and stuff like that. So you're getting a little bit more of the not just your your gener- like your standard admiral or even Tarkin necessarily, but I'm talking about those who were close to Palpatine and what he was doing. It's almost like there's two uh Gosh, it looks like there's two curtains, right? You get behind the first curtain, which is just your standard, your what's happening with the Empire, their motives, what they're doing, secret projects, things like that. And then there's like the other level, which is the dark side of the Empire. Like not your normal people who just think, oh, we're just here. It's part of the Empire. It was the Republic. Now it's this new thing. And it to them is, is no big deal. It's the deep secrets and it's the scheming behind all of that. And that's where I think the cloning facility fits into, into that. And maybe... That is something we're going to see in season two or or we're going to get, like like I said, the new villain at the end of season one here because that stuff is cool. People love that. And when you can make a big connection and reveal more of that, it makes the Bad Batch matter because I'm sitting here going, unless they're just going to join up with the Rebellion and just be in, in the early stage of that or Saul's forces or something, uh, you get the Partisans again, That that's cool. But I want to know what the heck, the cloning matters. The Clone Wars were a big deal. Obi-Wan drops the line that he fought in the Clone Wars, right, with Luke's father. That was significant. And then now you have uh, Grogu is captured during all of that. Cloners want Grogu for some reason. Why? It wouldn't surprise me at all if Dr. Pershing is working for who? Nala Say. Okay? Nala yeah. Say is behind all this. It wouldn't be... It'd be insane. It'd be insane if... Camino and Sliff... We looked this up before. I think they live like a long time, don't they? I, uh, yeah. I mean, we don't really know, but yeah. Yeah, and, and you, you could imagine that any alien species, you know, you could push it to 150, 200 years. I mean, it wouldn't be out of the, right. um, you know, it wouldn't be too too crazy. So that, that's, that's a video I want to do at some point as we get ready for like Book of Boba Fett or something like that. It wouldn't shock me at all if in The Mandalorian or something, you learn more about this cloning facility and Dave Filoni is laying the foundation for it right in front of us right now so yeah insane insane guys hey guys we love talking we love talking star wars we love talking when you guys shoot us a transmission and let us know give us some sort of like way and direction to go so be sure to keep those coming and i guess next time we come back as we'll be talking about what we saw in the finale and what we think about it, guys. So anyway, as always, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. Our next episode, we'll continue to discuss your guys' transmissions as well as the season one finale of The Bad Batch. So send us your Star Wars theories, thoughts, your origin stories, or just some favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. Absolutely. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.